Welcome to Nancy Wilson's Femina Podcast. This audio is brought to you by Canon Press. Before we get started, I wanted to draw your attention to one of Nancy's books called Building Her House, Commonsensical Wisdom for Christian Women. Nancy begins with the kitchen table, remembering how each scratch and stain in the wood chronicles hours of stories and jokes, questions and concerns through courtships and pregnancies, prayers and discussions. She continues each essay full of stories and encouragement, the beauty of imperfection, the comfort of Velveeta, the strengths of mothers and daughters-in-law, the honesty that is submission, the laughter of reading aloud. As ever, while Nancy draws out our sins and weaknesses and sore spots, she comforts us with the favor of God and rouses us to a joyous faith. Get Building Her House, Commonsensical Wisdom for Christian Women at canonpress.com. Well, good morning, ladies. Welcome to the Feminine Podcast. This is Nancy Wilson. First, before I get started, I just wanted to say thank you to all of you who came to the Grace Agenda Conference. It was such a pleasure to meet you, and so many of you told me you're listening to this little podcast, and it was just fun to meet you and think, yeah, we are working together. And while you're ironing or driving your kids to school or whatever, when you're tuning in, it's just great to know that it is an encouragement to you. And it is an encouragement to me to keep on podcasting. So as well as to those of you who weren't at Grace Agenda, but I've heard from uh, with comments or emails or messages, just thanks. Just thanks. (laughs) Last week, I talked about self-deception. And so today I thought I would talk about a related topic of being gullible. And gullible is a great word, and it just simply means being easily taken in or easily led astray, Um, just too quick to believe everything. Gullible. So let's look at 2 Timothy 3, 6 and 7, because here we have that unforgettable section, uh, unforgettable couple of verses talking about gullible women. So verse 6, for of this sort are those who creep into households and make captives of gullible women loaded down with sins, led away by various lusts. And verse 7, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. This is the New King James Version. In the King James, it says silly women. Neither are complimentary, gullible women or silly women. And whenever the scriptures single out women in particular, I really think we need to listen closely, don't you? And so that's why I thought it'd be good to just take a look at this section. Of course, none of us wants to be a gullible or a silly woman. So first off, I'd like to take a look at what who are these people who creep into households and make captives? And they are described in the previous verses starting with verse 2. And these are the men, it says, for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, 
lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power, and from such people turn away. Goodness, I mean, isn't that quite a lot of ugly adjectives? And when you read this, it says disobedient to parents right in the middle of that. Like, really? You know, you've got slanders, blasphemers, traitors, all this disobedient to parents. So just a side note, it's like, well, maybe these are even young men. Whatever the case, they're disobedient, dishonoring their parents as well as everything else. And when I think of the word brutal, I think about, you know, cruelty. And sometimes you see it in young men or even little kids who start by being brutal to insects, you know, and just persecuting insects. And then later, maybe it's small animals. I mean, this is, this is a very evil kind of thing. Even when our kids were little, I don't remember when it came up, but we're just kind to God's creation. Yes, if it's a spider in the house, we have no mercy. I mean, there are certain, but we don't pick it apart and, and be cruel to it. No, but that's a tangent right there. But I'm just going to press on. So these are the kind of men we are to turn away from as fast as possible. And let's face it, women in general are often willing to put up with a lot of nonsense. You think of these men, they're boasters, they're proud, they're big talkers. And all the worst kind of men, I mean, don't they usually have women hanging on, following them, riding on the back of their motorcycle? (laughs) You know, I mean, it's true that there are women who are easily taken captive, and they're silly and they're gullible. And we are free women in Christ. We're to turn away from this sort of nonsense and not allow this kind of creep into our households, whether it's via books or in person, in any way at all. But they have a, and this is a strange part, the end of this, they have a form of godliness, though they deny its power. And I think, goodness, with all those ugly adjectives, really, they have a form of godliness? I think, well, maybe it's because they can quote scriptures or they can talk theology dogmatically and act like they know something about the faith, but they certainly can't live it faithfully. These are the kind of people that might move into your community, move into your church even, and want to be leaders, want to get on the elder board. (laughs) And at any rate, we're not to be gullible women who have little sense and poor judgment or silly women who are easily led away by their own lust. Just like the men who are lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. So these silly women, these gullible women are easily flattered when they ought to be repulsed. And so we obviously want to teach our daughters when they're very little not to be gullible, not to be taken in, not to be led astray by men like this. Take a special note of the women. We're, gonna, we're back with the women, the ones who are gullible. They're loaded down with sins. And you know, these women are not confessing their sins, all their sins. And when we don't confess our sins, our hearts become hard. And when our hearts become hard, then our resistance is low, and it's easy to fall for more temptation. And it's like, when you are exhausted and worn out, you're more vulnerable to a flu or cold bug. 
because your immune system just is weak and can't fight it off. And so you just give way and you get sick. So we have to confess our sins because if you think about women who fall into big sin, and to you, it seems like it was just out of nowhere. But no, God has been watching it for a long time and seeing little sin here, a little cut a corner there, a little more here, etc. So when we have a lot of unconfessed sin, we're easily led away by our own lust. And notice we're easily led. So we want to be the kind of women who are easily led by the word of God. Yes easily led by the Holy Spirit, yes, but not the kind of women who are easily led to give way to lust. No. So, but when you have a backlog of sin, you're easy to lead in the wrong direction. Pride comes before a fall. A little unconfessed pride, and down you go. A little lie, a little theft, a little laziness, a little anger, a little impatience and envy, and then boom, you fall for the big one. You're easily led into captivity. So this is just an exhortation right there to pause and just like, Lord, don't let me get away with anything. Please convict me of my sins and then pray for the grace to repent and put it right, right now. This woman is also always learning something new, usually something that gives her an excuse for her sins. Somehow it strokes her. She read a book that says you don't really have to obey that command, or we can reinterpret it this way, or the Bible doesn't really say, etc. And because it's in print, it must be true, right? (laughs) Wrong, of course, we all know. So much of what is in print is not true. (laughs) So beware. Heads up. Be careful. This is a dangerous place we live in, and you can't just coast along blithely. You need to have your eyes open, be paying attention, and make sure you you get it. These gullible, silly women, they never really get it. They never come to that true knowledge of the truth, true knowledge of the truth, instead of a false knowledge of the truth. And it's a really sad place to be. And you might know people like this, that, you know, maybe they're in rehab, and you're trying to help them get on the right track. But then as soon as they're out, they just fall back into their old ways. And it's just a cycle, a terrible cycle. And it's only the grace of God that can penetrate and really change and grant a new life. But that's a maybe more extreme example. But we can get taken up in so many things that are not on track, that are just slightly off, but they always lead to a very big mistake down the road. So how do we counter this? How do we keep ourselves from being gullible women besides keeping short accounts and confessing our sins? Well, we ought to be students of the word. So quick to obey God, quick to confess our sins. We um, don't waste our time with silly stuff. And we want to be cynical, not gullible. And by cynical, I simply mean hard to take in, not easily manipulated by guilt or by lies, but just having sort of a, and cynical sounds negative, but we want to be cautious. And maybe that's better than cynical, but I think cynical is a good good word. It's, well, I will wait and see. I'm going to think about this, or I'm going to check this with the word. I'm going to pray over this. 
I'm not sure he's all he says he is, etc. So we can't be wasting our time with silly stuff. Our time here is short and there's so much to do and God has given us a calling and we have many responsibilities. We're not stupid and we're not gullible. So you want to think about, well, what is my calling? What are my responsibilities? And focus on these things in honoring the Lord and walking with him and paying attention. Our protection against becoming gullible is being saturated in the word. Bible readers, Bible thinkers, Bible appliers, Bible doers. We believe God's promises. We pray for faithfulness. And we learn by practice how to steward our difficulties and how to steward our blessings in a way that pleases our Father in heaven. So we take life very seriously. We take what we're doing very seriously. We're not frivolous or foolish. And rather than being taken in, we are doing something else entirely, and we're turning away from foolishness. Second Peter 1, 5 through 8 gives us maybe some, a good alternative to being taken in. And it tells us that we're to give all diligence to add to our faith virtue, knowledge, temperance, patience, godliness, brotherly kindness, and charity. So we are taken up with working hard, with being diligent to add all these things to our faith. Like we're not, we haven't arrived yet. There's plenty more work to do in our sanctification. And so we want to be fruitful, not barren. This verse goes on to say that this will make us fruitful, not barren in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is what we should be taken up with, adding being working hard to add to our faith these things, virtue and knowledge and temperance and patience and godliness and so forth, that we have much good work to do. And this is going to keep us from being silly or gullible because we're just taken up with too many good things. But at the same time, we can be blindsided and hit by something that suddenly sounds good or it flatters us, but we're to take heed to our souls and pay attention and test it and say, is this really, is this really in line with God's word or am I being gullible? Am I being taken in? That's all I have for today, ladies. Thank you for joining me and blessings on your day.